Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Extreme, the podcast where we dig deep on your favorite video games. Uh, my name is Joey. Wait, doesn't Zach normally do this part? Zach? Yeah. So wait, hold on. What game are we doing? Uh, Mordor, man? No. I guess. Welcome back to another episode of Xtreme. As Joey said, uh, it's a new episode. Yes. <laughs> Did I say that? You inferred it by introducing ourselves. I implied it. Indeed. But yes, it's finally over. January is done. Yay. Pa- pack it up, pack it in. We get to go back to good games. Thankfully. And we're treating ourselves this month. Yes. Going back we're to our We're starting off. Exactly. We're going right back to our roots, right where we started. Not Mega Man X, but a newer Mega Man that came out more recently. Mega Man 11. Nice. Released October 2nd, 2018. Developed by Capcom. Um, a fantastic return to form so far is what I've seen. Yeah. It's got that classic feel. But a modern feel also. It's got a classic feel. You're 100% right. Definitely keeps that classic feel. But they are trying new things, which I do admire. Yeah. And not in the way that they're shoehorning things in. But again, I'm getting ahead of myself. Why don't we just take it from the top? All right. So we have the prologue here, which actually sets a stage in a way that isn't just you know, Wily's a vindictive bastard <laughs> who is out to, you know, destroy all the humanity by enslaving all the robots and whatnot. This actually gives him a backstory. Yeah. And I'm not talking about, like, five years ago. I'm talking about, like, this is when they were maybe in their mid-twenties. Yeah, it's like Mega Man origin story. Yeah. Like, Light doesn't have his beard, and neither of them have beards. They all have... Wily's hair looks like he got electrocuted. <laughs> yeah. So, so Dr. Light and Wily are presenting to a panel of scientists about um, their various projects that they need funded. Uh, Dr. Light has presented the idea of, you know, robots that can think and act independently... And Dr. Wiley, on the other hand, presented his idea of the double gear system, which, in theory, overclocks a robot's uh, speed and power to make them more productive and more effective at the jobs that they would normally perform. Right. Which, in theory, actually seems like a great idea. (laughs) True. Like, it doesn't seem like there's a vindictive evil thing behind that. Like, I could see that very well being a fundable scientific project. Mm -hmm. Um, But for some reason or another, Light really didn't have any of, didn't want any of it. And he was like, this is no good. At least in the prologue, he just kind of shoots it down and says, like, this is not worth a, you know, not a good project, whatever. And while he gets frustrated, um... 
the committee actually ends up voting to fund Dr. Light's research instead. Um, and then Wiley's like, ah, they, they don't know what they're talking about. This is a great idea, and storms yeah, out. You fools. Yeah, and, you know, from then on, maybe he's evil. I don't know. Yeah. Um, he's definitely pissed. Uh, but that just turns out this was just a flashback dream. And Wiley awakens from this, uh, inspired to recreate his old double gear system. Yeah. So he barges into Dr. Light's lab with his newly created double gear attached to his, his like standard spaceship copter thing. I don't even know what it's called. (laughs) It's like a, yeah, spaceship copter. (laughs) Like that thing's never changed. Yeah, true. That, that's something that's never changed. It's always been that little dome that flaps up when he needs to talk. That's true. I never acknowledged that. It's always there. Right? It's like his most standardized invention because it keeps blowing up, but it keeps, he has the exact same one on <laughs> retainer yeah. like 11 times. <laughs> anyway, so he barges in while uh, Dr. Light is doing a checkup on the most recent robots that he has created and uses actually, sorry, Wiley uses the double gear system to actually overpower and outmatch them in speed in terms of actually capturing these robots. Yes. So you actually see him capturing the robot masters this time, as opposed to like, oh, they're they're evil now, the robots are bad. Right. You see, they were good before. Yeah, you actually see one of the robot masters actually talk. Blockman actually seems to be like a good dude. Yeah. Albeit a bit short-tempered, but a good dude. <laughs> So he actually ends up uh, taking them all back to his castle, whatever, fortress, uh, and then retrofits them all with the double gear system to kind of prove his point that it is actually a useful tool. Yeah. Or at least that, you know, why uh, Light was dumb for dismissing his idea. (laughs) And now to actually fight this menace, uh, Light actually needs to recreate the double gear system himself. And actually install it in Mega Man for him to actually stand a chance. Right. And then you go from there, well, Mega Man needs to go stop the eight robot masters. Yeah, he's so gung-ho about it, too. He's always gung-ho about it. He also sounds like a, like a 25-year-old dude. Yeah. Also, he's why got, is like, his a big... name Mega Man, like, before he even is Mega? I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think he had a different name. Um, initially... When he was created in Japanese, his name was Brock. Oh, uh, yes, true. And his sister's was Roll. Mm-hmm. So they were Rock and Roll. Right. And her name is still Roll. Her name is still Roll, but they changed it to Mega yeah. in uh, in the North America. Cool. But yeah, that's. I think they were just big fans of the genre at <laughs> yeah. the time. Classic Japanese. Yeah. I think keeping him as Brockman would have been pretty cool, too. Yeah. Either way, Mega Man, Rockman, they're both good good names. Yeah. But um yeah, I think this prologue actually does a great job of setting up the backstory for the game that we're about to play. Yeah. Agreed. It's not just like a throwaway thing where it's like Wiley stole in the robots and now they're bad, go stop them. Yeah. I like enjoyed watching it. Just genuinely. Yeah, and the art style seemed like a cart like a comic book kind of thing. Yeah. A graphic novel. Right. Um, 
It kind of reminded me, actually, there is, like, an Archie comic series mm-hmm. for Mega Man. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, they, Archie Comics actually does a few different video game properties as comics. They actually have one for Sonic, too. But I read the one for Mega Man. And it actually kind of is very reminiscent of that art style. So if you actually do enjoy this comic prologue opening, I'd say go check that out. Go find uh, some of the old Archie comics. They're not really old. I think they're actually still in print. Cool. I think they're still making uh, books to this day. Nice. Uh, But yeah, I liked it a lot. And I liked the fact they actually gave Wiley a reason to be frustrated and upset at Light. And other people. Right. Backstory. Backstory. You're actually making him a three-dimensional character and giving him a reason for doing what he did, as opposed to just, I'm I'm a vindictive asshole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want to Granted, fight this he's guy th- now. This doesn't make him a good person, but it makes him a more fleshed-out person. Yeah. Like, we, we can empathize with him. And when you can empathize with a villain, you have a better time actually wanting to, you know, see a story through. Yeah. So I think that was a fantastic job on their part. Kudos and claps all around. Woo! Also, it leads into the title screen. This fucking title track is such a banger, dude. Yes. Oh, I was thinking that, too. This I is like, oh, my God. I wanted to just keep playing this song all the time. It's got, like, some classic Mega Man vibes. Oh, it just makes me want to jump into the game and go fucking ham on it. I wish we could play it for you, but look it up on YouTube. Yes. We'll, we'll get, like, sued up the wazoo if we play it. <laughs> um, so we have some standard modes here, you know, in new game, whatever, options. Uh, they do have, like, uh, extras mode with challenges and galleries that go into detail. Um, actually, something funny. They actually go into detail on every single robot in the gallery. Like, yeah. they have a little inter- a little backstory on all of them. Why not? We're not going to talk about all of them, but maybe I'll run through them near the end to see some if there are some standouts, yeah. and we'll call them out. Also, the year is 20XX. Did you notice that? Oh, so we've upgraded. Yeah. I guess. Wasn't it, uh, was it, two th- was it 2000X before? I don't know. Or but was, I think it was always 20XX. But is it? Oh, okay. Oh, is that where they got the name of the game from? Or Yeah, I think okay. the... Oh, for, you mean for the old game that we played? Yeah. The the roguelike Mega Man. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where they got the... Oh, okay. The nice. Because I think every Mega Man-ish game starts off within the year 20XX. Okay, okay. Because they just didn't want to actually tie it down to a time frame. Yeah. <laughs> um, 20, But though, yeah, that's so a good call out. This century. Exactly. So this century, we're going to see some artificial AI and become friends with them, and then Mega Man's going to save the day because we're all going to be bombarded by evil geniuses. <laughs> so be prepared within the next uh, 80 years. 81 years. That's right. This might happen. Yeah. It's weird to think that in my lifetime that might happen. Yeah. I mean, 81 years is a long time considering how technology evolves. Yeah. Like, who knows what's going to be in, like, 20 years, even. Fair point. We could be part robot in 20 years. Kid. That would be interesting. I hope so. Oh, man. Who need, what would you have? Who needs knees? What would you... Yeah? Who needs knees? <laughs> you have robot knees? Yeah, that'd be so much better. 
<laughs> you wouldn't have to worry about arthritis. Yeah. Then you could just be like, the, you could have the super knees. Super knees. Knee man. <laughs> Would you be knee man? Knee man. <laughs> Watch out for knee man. He, he might mildly nudge you. <laughs> Either that or he's going to Bruce Lee the crap out of you. Only with his knees, though. Uh, yeah, possible. <laughs> okay. How about we take a quick break before we dive yeah. right into, Let's into do Block Man Let's here? Let's do that. Welcome back. Hey. Okay. We're off to Block Man. Starting it off with a blockhead. <laughs> uh, sorry, I had to channel my inner Lucy from the Peanuts. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thank you. But I got to. There are some good block puns. There's so many block puns. We'll talk about yeah. those later, but oh my yeah. goodness. Block Man is a pun a minute. <laughs> anyway. So, let's dive into it, because there's so much to talk about with this stage. I think it's going to be the only stage we're talking about today, just yeah. because there's so gosh darn much to talk about. Yeah. All right. So, we start natural off the first st- stage. Natural first stage. It's pretty straightforward. Let's dive into it. Immediately starts off with a little bit of conveyance already in the concept of falling blocks. So... Yeah. It teaches you, so the first fall is blocked by an initial jump before you actually have, get to passing the block. So by the time you're in position to pass it, it's already happened once. The block has already fallen once. Yeah. So 
you've already seen what happens when you know you see rubble start to fall and then you see a block pass by so classic it's conveyed to you in a way in a safe manner what the danger is what the warning sign for the danger is and when it is safe to cross yes so this is going to kind of be a recurring theme obviously (laughs) the falling blocks but already it's been 10 seconds and we're already showing conveyance in the first screen i love mega man I know, right? That's why I'm so psyched to be back here. This is how you design a game. You teach by doing. Let me learn how to play your game. Yeah. Uh, by the way, just a sick call out here. The background imagery is stunning. It's so good. It looks so nice. The first thing I noticed. I, there's a ra- beautiful rainbow with these yeah. humongous... Waterfall. The waterfall, the block pyramids... The yeah. vivid running water, like you said, it's gorgeous. And detailed. It's like 2D. It's like high definition 2D. Yeah. So I'm seeing good. a lot of those now, actually. I'm also yeah. playing through another game that kind of has a similar 2D HD style. Um, yeah. Called uh, Octopath Traveler. Um, oh. That is actually like 2D HD 16-bit, though. Nice. Th- this is more... Uh, vibrant, cartoonish, and, you know, colorful. Right. Uh, but anyway, yes, the backgrounds is, are gorgeous here. Um, in the next screen here, we're actually introduced to another little bit of, uh, of conveyance with the rolling enemy here. Mm-hmm. Um, while the first encounter with this enemy is on the first screen, it's not really a great way to introduce you to the character itself or how to fight it. Right. So you're more likely... To dodge out know, of the way. Yeah, and you know that you can't kill it if you just hit the the rim of it or whatever. Exactly. So you try and shoot it, but you can jump out of the way and at least dodge yeah. it that way and it kills itself. Yeah. So it's not really a huge obstacle, but this one where it's kind of penned in and it keeps, you know, guarding yeah. the room that you need to go through um, is more of a, you need to actually address this challenge. Yes. Um, so... You actually have, again, you have time to examine and understand how this enemy works because you actually have to run from the left to the right side to get to the ladder that takes you up to the second area with the rolling robot. Mm -hmm. Uh, So in that time that you're walking, though, you actually see the robot move. You can actually examine that it's in a wheel, but it's not a full wheel. It's about, you know, mostly covered, but I'd say like, four-fifths of it are covered it's just the one-fifth that is not covered um yeah so you got to use timing so you have to use timing to potentially take it out that way because you've learned in the previous example that you can't just shoot at it willy-nilly so you maybe infer oh wait there's an opening in the shield what if i try timing it that way yeah and then on top of that if you were smart or if you're not smart but if you remember you also now have the double gear system Mm mm-hmm so this also, we're going to talk about this a lot, but it adds a lot more depth to the gameplay. Oh, yeah. Like, there's so many, like, ways you could use these, th- like, things. Exactly. <laughs> so on a basic level, you have power gear, which makes your attack stronger, and speed gear, which slows everything down so you can have more time to, like, fire dodge. at something or dodge yeah. or whatever. 
Um, so if you remember that you have the speed gear, you can actually use that to your advantage to make the timing easier to get that shot off. Yeah. So again, it's not necessary, but it is something that's there as an option if you need it. Uh, yes. So yeah. it's like, it's not, I wouldn't call it a handicap, but like eventually it's going to be just necessary that you start using these gears. So it's kind of like easing you into the prospect of using it. Right. You don't have to use it yet. Yeah. You might later. Exactly. Uh, but we move on past this and into the next area with these aerial enemies that are not quite fully invisible, uh, but visible enough that you know something's there because there's little like wind currents around them. Yeah. So it actually gives you, the player, an, a, a, uh, an incentive to actually scan the area in more detail and not just cursorily, you know, glaze your eyes over the screen. Yeah. Because if you notice that, oh, wait, there is something there. Maybe I can, you know, take it out before it hits me. I need to be more, um, I need to be more vigilant. Mm-hmm. So again, it's teaching you about, you know, some of how the enemies are designed, how they could potentially interact with you. Um, again, this game is just teaching you shit almost on every screen. Yeah. Uh, like, I feel like this is the perfect first level. Like, they want you to do it. That's why they introduce Blockman, like, early, you know, in the story. Exactly. They want you to try and check out his area first by making, you know, maybe him more of a vocalized robot that you're like, oh, I remember him. He said something in the beginning. Yeah. Um, even if you didn't play the, there was a demo that was released where you would actually be fighting Blockman. Oh, cool. Um, so even if you didn't play the demo where it kind of encourages you to play that too, in the story, it also encourages you to play through that because they actually give him lines. Yeah. So you're like, oh, he said shit. Let's try and actually go to his area first. Yeah. So like, you're right. Great first area. Yeah. Um, what else do we got? Um, so there are treadmill platforms that are introduced. Yes. Fairly standard in most platforming games. Not going to mm-hmm. go into detail on those specifically. Um, but even the introduction of enemies that are so classically Mega Man, like the enemies that wear hard hats, the Mets. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was the- a little... Uh- little fun uh, reference there. Exactly, but even the way those are introduced are introduced and conveyed well to explain how they attack. Right. So in the first area that you have one of those, there's an energy tank right below the Met in a safe zone, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would, I, you would probably want to go get that energy tank. So in the process of going to get it, it actually triggers the Met's attack action so in the process of getting the health, you actually see how the Met attacks and yeah, what the exactly. conditions are. Right. Uh, so you like in a safe kind of environment. Exactly. So there's no worry of you getting hit and you actually now understand how it attacks, what the conditions are and what the best timing to attack would be. Yeah. All while not actually having to worry about taking damage. Yeah. But not, but not being held back. Yeah. You were just encouraged to go and get the health because at this point you might need it. Yeah. So it's just, it's even these minor enemies are being conveyed and introduced in such a way that's like, oh my God, I get it. I understand. Yeah. And you didn't have to stop me 500 times to explain how to fight these things. Right. It's like professional 
game design at its best. It's like they've done this 11 times before and they've, you know, <laughs> kind of perfected the craft. Yeah, yeah. They could do it without thinking. Exactly. At a certain point, it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, obviously we're going to do that. Right. Standard. But I don't want to un- understate how important that kind of conveyance is to specifically action platforming games like this. Right. Like, this is how you teach a player to play without ruining the immersion and, frankly, the fun. Yeah. So, like, like more games should take, like, use this as an example. Absolutely. Just, Just, I don't care. Steal it. Don't steal it. But, like, why don't you actually just learn from this and actually try and implement it in your own ways. Yes. This is not the only way to do it. And I know that action platformers may be the easiest way to do it, but you can implement this in any kind of game. Right. Either way, I need a quick water break, so maybe Paul can... Paul, can you just pour water into my mouth? Oh, that was cockroaches! Ew! Ugh, okay. God, I'm not asking you for water anymore. Ugh, I just got the last one out of my mouth. Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she Okay, let's just keep talking about Mega Man so I can get the bad taste out of my mouth. Um, so eventually it starts combining the previous elements that we've talked about to, you know, increase the difficulty. Um, so you have, you know, the destroyable walls, which you actually didn't talk about, but that's a thing. Um, the rolling, plus the rolling enemies, plus the normal flying enemies, plus the flying blocks. Again, kind of have these interstitial areas where they just combine everything that they have previously explained to you. Um, and now you understand to, you know, mash them all up into one challenging area. Yeah. Yeah. Even those like puzzle kind of things that they drop on you on the platforms exactly we'll get to that in a second but i want to talk about the mini boss first all right which are just four discs yeah so it's pretty straightforward it just splits into four discs and smashes down onto the stage yep um but it's pretty clearly choreographed where it will where each one will fall um but i get your kind of encouraged to use the speed gear to get out of the way right because yeah, yeah. you could you could move out of the way it's hard uh, without it but it's hard yeah so it kind of encourages you to use that speed gear to get that extra boost and dodge out of the way at least to like learn how like where the things land exactly and then you could start then from not there, using it exactly and then from there once you know where to go once it has fallen and you know where to position yourself you can actually just switch to the power gear and just like hammer on the damage nice so again kind of teaching you using uh these elements of the double gear system in a way that's not intrusive because i mean you might die fair enough but at the same time once you realize that you have the option to use the gears you can actually use that to your advantage right um but once you take down this mini boss, it's not too difficult. You keep moving. Um, 
There's just right afterwards, someone want to call there's a little investigative reward of energy and bolts if you figure out that you can actually stand on these hammer enemies after they have attacked. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, because once their hammer's down, uh the little bolt piece on their back pops up and it actually becomes a platform. Nice. And you actually use that to actually get to the area behind it. Yeah. So you could feasibly approach those bolts and energy in a different way by just taking out the enemy and using the rush coil to jump up there. But if you realize, if you think, you know, maybe it's kind of weird they have the enemy right there that's kind of out of the way of where you need to go, you might infer that maybe you need to interact with them to get those extra goodies. Yeah. Conveyance. Conveyance Central. My God, Joey, I have so many notes about conveyance for just this stage. I know. I feel I'm like trying to like go fast. I feel like this is like the conveyance stage. You know. I have like I'm having like a conveyance gasm. <laughs> like this is the most conveyance I've seen in a state. I'm overloaded with conveyance I know, in a while. I, I know we haven't actually done anything like this in a while. I got to go like get a fresh pair of pants. <laughs> And then, uh, so so speaking of those block puzzles you mentioned before, yeah, uh, yeah, they require quick action to escape before you actually get shredded. Yeah, it's so stressful. By the, uh, it's very stressful. But again, it's another opportunity to use that speed gear. Yeah. Oh, true. Because then you realize, okay, like I'm running out of time, but I need more time. How do I get more time? There's a Cyber button for that. In the game. I have the speed gear. Right, right. I can use the speed gear to slow down time and actually take in the environment a bit more. Yeah, I love it. So again, it's kind of forcing you to understand how to use this gear in a way that actually helps you move forward without being frustrating. Yeah. Um, what else here? So there's a bit of a difficulty spike with more precision platforming and fully combining again the previously separate elements of blocks, enemies, invisible enemies, extra wide gaps, etc. Yeah. So again, the stage is kind of split up in such a way that they have like game element, game element, game element, combined game elements. Mm -hmm. Game element, game element, combined game elements. So initially implement a lot of elements all at once and then throw them all at you. Right. It's like and then the, maybe a few more and then combine those all. Yeah, it's like the first half is like all conveyance and then mm -hmm. boom, put it, throw it all at you. Make it difficult. Yeah, and then it's, and then it's a test to uh, check if you actually understand how to interact with all these things when they're hitting you all at once. Yeah. So it's a perfect way to increase the difficulty that doesn't seem unfair. Right. Uh, once we keep moving on, though, we end up back at the mini boss, uh, mini boss part two, same mini boss, uh, but it's actually on a moving platform this time. Yeah. So instead of actually being able to be stationary in dodge, uh, you actually have more incentive to use the speed gear to, you know, stay in the same spot without actually being crushed. Right. So by adding in just that small tweak of a moving platform, it changes the dynamic of your strategy. Yeah. By a significant amount. Yeah. And that's just by adding, changing one thing. The boss does the exact same thing. Yeah, they just copy and paste that. But all they do is just change the one yeah. thing. And, and it, it makes the boss fight much more difficult. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, 
and as you're if you're paying attention to not just the foreground but the background, you'll notice that the background actually has changed to more of a darker darker evening shade. Yeah. And we're actually moving closer to that block pyramid that we saw in the background. True, true. Um, and you see like uh, shadows. Keep... Did you notice like exactly. Mega Man's shadow in the background? Yeah, that's a good point. You actually, so there's a lot of actual effort that went into making this game look as good as it does. Yeah. Like, some people might complain about this art style. It's, like, too cartoonish. And shut up. You said that about Wind Waker, and everybody loves Wind Waker. So get <laughs> off your goddamn high horse. This looks nice. Yeah. Um, as we keep moving forward, though, uh, again, more of those block puzzles that we initially ran into before, but they're more complex this time. Yeah. Um, with the old, You need uh, more of a quick wit and, you know, a liberal usage of the speed gear here. Uh-huh. Because there's a lot more complexity to the actual block puzzles that you need to move through. Right. It combines the need to, you know, uh, slide. Yes, you can slide in this game. <laughs> um, to use, you know, jumping and shooting. To use the speed gear. It's a lot of combination, but you have to do it very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, this is, the, is this the first Mega Man game where, like, the dash slide is, like, used as a dodging tool as well? Um, you know, it probably was done before, mm-hmm. but I can't recall off the top of my head where. Okay. I mean, there's 11 games in this series alone, yeah. so I'm sure they've done it before. Yeah. Um, As you move through, though, there's a risk and reward section here of an E-Tank that's in a bit of a hard-to-reach spot. But again, if you know what you're doing again, now you probably know how to use the speed gear in such a way Yeah. that you can actually time it. So that once one of those blocks falls from the ceiling, you hit the speed gear, use the falling block as a platform, and jump up to get the E-Tank. Nice. So it's that risk-reward of, like, do you understand? Are you willing to take this risk? If you are, great. Here you go. You get a full E-Tank. Good stuff. It's a beautiful little dance there. It's yeah. it's great. It's, yeah, it's a skilled move. It's a great way to, again implement a difficulty increase mm-hmm. again it's not mandatory but if you want that extra challenge to you know say prove to yourself that you did it the opportunity is there yeah and if you want you know uh, the full game completion exactly go my god i've been talking for a long time okay let's keep going all right all right we're um, almost at the boss we're almost at the boss so there's a bit of a tougher climb now with again falling blocks treadmill platforms which again adds a new layer of difficulty because you know how the treadmills work you know how the falling blocks work but when you combine them it makes for an interesting platforming challenge especially considering it's vertical platforming now yeah so you can actually try and use those falling blocks to your advantage and if you learn from the previous risk reward that you can actually jump on those mid fall to you know with the speed gear to maybe shave off some seconds and make the jumps a little bit easier. Yeah. Um my god, now you're in the pyramid and the pyramid looks gorgeous. Yeah. It's basically fully nighttime now to kind of signify that you know it's going down soon. You're getting to the big bad of this stage. Yeah. It's coming up. It's coming up. And speaking of which, I think we'll talk about the big bad right now, but I feel my voice is about to crack and I need more water, which is actually water. Joey, how about you give it a shot? Maybe you give me a little water. I don't trust Paul anymore. All right. All right. 
Okay, I'm gonna open wide. Oh, yeah. Wait, no, that was actually water. Do it again. Uh, Man, yeah, we there, we there, we did it, we did it there. Yes, and um, he could say a few uh, again. We we mentioned this guy's a master of block puns, but I'll just throw out some of his block puns already. Um, I'll drop you like a ton of bricks. Ah, you're a few bricks short of a load. Ah. you're just another brick in the wall. <laughs> Okay, is it Blockman or Brickman? Like I don't even know, man. <laughs> Blocks and bricks. Are I don't like, even know, man. I don't even know what I, he's having existential crisis, man. <laughs> anyway, let's talk a little bit about the fight itself. So he'll initially yeah. just drop uh, four blocks above you, uh, run around and jump. You know, fairly standard Mega Man battle yep. fight, but. Back. The fight gets really interesting when he takes about half damage, or he's about yeah. halfway dead, and you realize, oh, wait a minute, now they can gear change just like I can. Mm-hmm. So he uses a power gear and becomes a gigantic block robot. That was totally unexpected. That was very unexpected, and frankly, it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> It gets an entirely new attack set um, and hits like a brick yeah. shit house. Yeah, new attack set, new health. Fully bar. new health bar. Yeah, it's like fighting a whole new boss. Yeah. 
Um, but granted, you can see the weak point on it pretty clear as day, the giant red flashing dot. Yeah. But that's just kind of standard at this point. Yeah. Anyway, it's like fighting a whole new boss with a whole new set of weapons and enter- and attacks, and it really forces you again. You know that he's used the gear system, so it's kind of a reminder to you, hey, you have one of those too? Why don't you try using it? Right. So Nice. Good call. It, it's kind of like, oh yeah, I can do that too. So then you can use that <laughs> to your advantage and actually, you know, take down the gigantic uh, block robot. But once the giant yeah. bot's destroyed, he's still not done. Yeah, you, you destroy him and then the other guy's back. He goes into, like, desperation mode, jumps into a corner... And just, like, starts throwing blocks at you horizontally to just kind of take you out. It's just, like, it actually feels like a desperation attack. Because he's just throwing whatever he has at you. Yeah, everything he's got. Literally, one of his lines after that happens is, like, break already! (laughs) He's just, like, desperate. He's like, I don't know what else to do at this point. Yeah. Um, Or he's like... That part's hard, though, at the end. Yeah, he just it's an onslaught. Yeah. But once you realize you can actually destroy his blocks just by shooting at them, it makes it a little less tedious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then once you actually take him down after his desperation attack, you are the winner! Yeah! And you end Level up getting... one complete. And you end up getting his weapon, the uh, brick block dropper. The block dropper. Um, which can drop, again, those four blocks that you mentioned before. Um, and not just that, but if you augment it with the power gear, it can actually end up dropping about 16 blocks. Yeah, that's cool that you could do that right away. Exactly, and it teaches you that in a pretty safe environment. It doesn't just say, like, hey, you got the, uh, you got right. the block dropper. Let's you try it out. It lets you try it out in, like, a test room. You Again, you don't have to do it, but it gives you the option. Yeah, yeah. And it shows you, like, a little demo. It's like, here's what happens when you drive it normally, but you can also augment it with the power gear and make it even stronger. Yeah. So, again, implementing another use for the gear system here, <clears throat> not just being able to use it for your normal attacks, but you can augment every single attack that you get. Yeah. So it just makes it even more interesting. It's God, a, the, amazing. the strategy is like, getting so deep. I know, it's so good. I just want to, like, try this block dropper on everything. Well, hold up. I want to talk about something before you, you go on and try that. Let's do a little quick internet backstory. Internet backstory. Yeah. On our main man, Blockman here. All right. Blockman, when uh, reprogrammed, is vain, headstrong, thick as a brick, and has the ego the size of a pyramid. Uh, in his usual programming, however, he can be full of energy, although he does have a bit of a temper. He secretly dreams of building a vast structure that recreates the bygone age of pyramids and temples. Uh, he's also friends with Impact Man, and the two are sometimes seen at the oil bar sharing a drink. However, Blockman will not take kindly to strangers mar- mocking him in any harsh manner, proven in the opening cutscene where Wily refers to Blockman and the other robot masters as test subjects, which he strongly finds offensive. Um, Okay. There is also some additional data here in the Mega Man 11 gallery. Uh, Blockman was designed to specialize in building the outer walls of major projects. 
He was secretly dreamed of building vast structures, um, ever full of energy. He keeps the robots on his sights working full tilt, the only problem being that sometimes he loses his temper when his laborers can't keep up with him. Um, there you go. That's that's what I got for Blockman's Internet Backstory. Internet Backstory. All right. Beautiful. Yeah, My God, we, we talked about one stage and it's been over 40 minutes. I know. Well, I mean, first stage. Oh, on. but there's so much. Oh, you know you're in a Mega Man game. Yeah. When you can't even yeah. get past stage one. Oof. There's, but there's so just good. so much good to talk about in this stage. We have a lot to look forward to. Get psyched, guys, because we're gonna go. We're gonna go deep here. Thank you, guys, again oh, yeah. for listening. We really appreciate it. I know we haven't talked about it before, but again, every time you listen, it gives us another reason to keep going and making these episodes. Yeah. So thank you again so much. God, I'm already losing my voice. Bless you. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys again for for listening. If you want to reach out to us, we do read every email that you send to us. So. It, if you want to get in touch, that's it's the it's the extreme at gmail.com. That's I T S T H E X S T R E A M at gmail.com. Um, we have a whole bunch of stuff. Just go on Google and type in it's the extreme all one word and you'll find everything. Our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, our website, which I need to update more often, but I've been busy. Sorry about that. Still <laughs> a lot of cool content on there though. Yeah, check it out. I'm more active on our Instagram, but check it out. <clears throat> check out all of our stuff. Yeah. Okay. Now do you want to try out yeah. the, the weapon we got? All right. Okay, you can go first, but just be careful, okay? We know okay. what happens. I'll do it. Block, do it. So okay. let me move out of the way first, and then okay. um, I'll stand over here, and you go, you go and do your thing, okay? Okay, I'm doing it. Ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait, I'm not in the way! Attack! Attack! Oh, oh shit! Oh Damn god! It. God damn it! Oh, that hurts! Get it off me! me I'm trying. Oh my Talk god! Me now, dude. Oh god, my back! Yeah. Okay. One. Okay. Alright. Oh god! I'm never letting you use power-ups again! Sorry. Oh, god damn! Oh, my hand! <laughs>